Nights.com. Sportsbook Radio on a Tuesday. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. Vegas Hockey Hotline coming up top of the hour. Over at City National Arena this morning. And we'll get a preview of the Canucks game. Stevie Slapshot's in studio. Hear from a number of the Golden Knights in just a little bit. But as we race towards the top of the hour, it was great to see our buddy John last week. And John and Mike join us from johnsyndicate.com. Hello, boys. How's it going? Well, I'm at my house, and uh, he's at the office. We just did a little three-way because I got in last night at about 2 in the morning, uh, my time, 11 o'clock your time. Went to bed at 5 a.m. my time, which is 2 a.m. your time. Woke up at 12 noon my time, which is 9 o'clock your time, because uh-huh. I'm still on West Coast time. Wait a minute. And I went outside, and I had to crack an inch and a half of ice off my window. All right, wait, I, I hear it, and I'm just checking. Uh, is Mike, is that you playing that little violin? Right. I mean, he comes home. He, he brings all the bad luck back here. I heard I was, it was pretty cold out there, and then he comes home. He brings it with him. Uh-huh. He told me it was 64 yesterday when he was in the office. No. Well, you were out here for it firsthand, man. I mean, there is nothing like uh, the first, first four days uh, of that tournament uh, to be bouncing around town in, in all the showrooms and the sports books around town. It's quite the event, is it not? Oh, man. I mean, and the way these games went this year, so the emotion of the rising and the falling of each of each book and people going crazy and games coming down the wire, obviously, where the spread is concerned. And then the actual upset where the dogs are winning outright. A little funny story. I had a 14 parlay, which Mike is well aware of. Everybody's well aware of it. Money line. Texas A&M winner, Moneyline, Syracuse winner, Moneyline, Florida State winner, and Moneyline, UMBC winner. I'm throwing you now on the, the three Moneyline plays. It was a fun wager, nothing big, $25 to only win 7500 Thank you, UMBC, my home team. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Michael, I, I'm, I'm sitting here chuckling a little bit because when John's in studio, he literally rolls out like an electronic store with with all the things that he, he you know cameras, phones, laptops, all this stuff and it's nice to know that he's at home in his kitchen with some little wireless phone that works about as well as every other person's phone on the planet. I got 19 computers sitting in front of me. Right <laughs> yeah, well hey, it ain't Brian, it ain't helping this phone, buddy. <laughs> well, Brian, the one thing the one thing he doesn't have in front of him is uh, a loaf of bread. He doesn't have pretty much any food. He probably has a lot of technology, but not a single oh, thing. Really? water bottles. We're doing a 48-hour fast today. We're going to go 48 hours. Is that by design, or you just didn't get to the grocery store yet? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. JohnSyndicate.com, and you can chat with the fellas. Uh, 800-880-7507. Mike, what a, what a tournament. Barking dogs. We got the NIT. Uh, there's a lot on the plate, and now we've had a chance to see some of these smaller schools and take it to the Sweet 16. So a lot on the plate remains. Well, that, and I mean, I mean, look at the, how the tournament played out. If you were just a square player that just playing heavy favorites, you were getting smoked. The books were crushing it this weekend. The top four seeds for the first time ever. The top four seeds did not advance to the Sweet 16 in the Virginia bracket, and. I mean, these teams that we talked about it going into the tournament, there's going to be a lot of parity. And clearly the only team that's head and shoulders above everybody else is Villanova, and it's theirs to lose. But, but with, go, ahead. go ahead. 
More importantly, Brian, did you bet the Buffalo women's team yesterday they went crazy? How, I, by the way, by the way, they went down to Florida. They beat South Florida and blew out Florida State on their home court uh, and have made the Sweet 16. Now that's yeah. I mean, good luck to them now. South Carolina and Connecticut coming up next. But are, are, are those are those games on the board? Are they they're on the board? Aren't they? Connecticut was laying fifty one and a half the last game. They covered. They covered with a breeze. Uh-huh. I'm sitting here. I'm, you know, because I'm following the UM, the uh, Maryland University of Maryland women. Um, and you know, the thing the thing is, it's, it, I don't know how it is. I haven't looked at each individual book, but you know, the online limits are very short two fifty three hundred. They're scared of this stuff. You know, they put lines up on every one of these games, and they they are absolutely petrified of of these games, especially. Uh, when you have you, you can't make some of these favorites high enough. Um, I don't know what the actual line was on the Buffalo game yesterday. Did you look at it or no? No, I'm sure they were a dog, and they won by what? They won by twenty, didn't they? Oh yeah, I mean it was amazing stuff to watch. They were going crazy. I was watching them on TV. Games. I did. I, I the actually. The point is, is that I there's opportunities it. in everything. And you know, we you know, I had a great weekend with Premier League soccer. Even though I was out in Vegas, I was up at five in the morning sending out the soccer to all the clients. I had a great, uh, you know, actually, uh, congratulations, Vegas. They didn't lose three in a row. I'm glad I laid the puck and a half on that game on Sunday. And, uh, you know, with that hockey full force, believe it or not, March 29th, Brian, is the opening day of the MLB season. That's a coming. No, it's a coming. Hey, let me ask you, because I know you're all about math models, and um, there's one sticking out to me. Let me just do a straw poll here. South region, remaining teams. Uh, you've got Kentucky, Kansas State, Loyola, Chicago, and Nevada. Who makes the Final Four? Well, for I'm me, I mean, Kentucky's been the wild card uh, for me this entire tournament. All right. I mean, so so, I mean, so, Clint, me, no, 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 so here, so let me, so here's the thing: you've got Kentucky minus ten cents to win the region to win these next two games, and they're minus two seventy on the money line to win the first game. So Brian. why wouldn't you play Kentucky minus a dime to win the region, and then you come back in the second game and take the seven points minus a dime, and you've got a seven-point middle and a free roll for two bets? Well, I mean, I love it. I mean, but how about your team? I mean, I, I get that, but I really wanted to bring this to your attention. Your Nevada team is They're not mine. They're not mine. Uh, you still have to be a homer just a little well, bit. Oh, no, my, Michael, the, well, honestly, actually, it's a great story. The dynamics are – there's two different I, camps in the state of Nevada on, on that can front. I, I hope they – you know, I think they're playing great. Brian, if, let's refer back to the archives at sportsinsiderradio.com or johnsyndicate.com where all shows are, are archived except last Wednesdays, but we'll worry about that in the future. Here's what I said last Wednesday. When I was on the plane, everybody was touting Arizona. They went down in flames. I'm telling you, this is what we call the airport indicator. I am telling you, I saw 60 Kentucky Wildcat shirts while I was waiting for my plane yesterday. 60 minimum. Every single person was wearing a Kentucky shirt. They can't win. I'm telling you, my airport indicator has been on fire. Yeah. But you're actually two of them. You forget about St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure. And then let me say one thing to you also. I happen to be having a hamburger with the Kenny White um, at the Mirage. We looked up. He goes, the last team I have in my bracket, just to win outright, the bracket, Cincinnati. And I go, ah, they're up 20. 
Bye-bye. No problem. No problem. And by the end of the meal, he couldn't even swallow the last bite of the burger. <laughs> it's been amazing. I mean, we literally, the dogs are we watched barking. Them come back. Yeah, man, we watched them come back. People were going crazy. You know, obviously, if you have Cincinnati in your bracket, you're a resident of Nevada. You, you know, you're conflicted. I Again, you know, UNBC didn't win in my parlay, but they got the, they covered the 10 points. So you know, the dogs, even the dogs that were losing, were actually covering. And I think the sports books had to have done great because the squares are just getting drilled with these one seeds. I know Mike is a big Xavier fan. I talked to him about being the number one team against the spread the entire season, pretty much hanging between spot one and five in college basketball. And uh, again, they were. I think what were they up? Fifteen, Mike? They were up twelve with five minutes left. Oh, they gave it away. Well, gave it away. You know so. Again, you know, you whenever you think the impossible, and this is why the, the, the funny thing about those parlays that I did is they were just like, um, if the impossible happens. And, you know, that's where there has to be plenty of people that made money with those parlays. But I will say, you know, regarding the MLB season and the remainder of the NHL season, you guys got to call Mike if you want to actually take a little bit of money and turn it into a large amount of money. With Now that we're going to be in money line sports, I mean, you're going to have a scenario where you're going to have – NHL running in, in, in tandem with MLB, two non-spread money line sports unless you add the puck line or you add the run line. So there's a lot of money to be made tying up the, the dog money on these on these games, laying that puck and a half. Because, again, the other day was the same thing in that Vegas game. You know, I got back 180 laying a puck and a half versus laying 155. So to me, those are good opportunities where you, if you add them into a parlay for Small, I repeat, small amounts of money, you can make some nice little, what I would call, Brian, horse racing returns. Well, and I would say this, too. Don't sleep on the NBA either here in the home stretch of their season because there's massive motivation for all. You look in the East, you've got Cleveland, Indiana, Washington, and Philadelphia all clumped together two through six in home court advantage in the first round is sitting there on the line. So motivation oh, yeah, in the yeah. NBA is a big deal. I mean, I made one play yesterday on the way back. You know, believe it or not, they have Wi-Fi 30,000 feet above. I took the Pacers in the second half um, because they were they were trailing, 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 and then they almost tied the game. They basically had to be aware of the fact that the momentum was on their side, laid the four and a half in the second half, got the win 30,000 feet from the air. And so, you know, whether it's NBA, I will say for NBA guys listening, there's a lot of money to be made in the second halves of the NBA, more so than the game, or even the first halves splitting that game into two two opportunities um, until we get into the you know the real playoff basketball and as you know the dogs they hang around and they cover because they're just playing spoiler even if they have nothing to play for kind of like the end of the MLB season and by the way I would say this too uh, as we're in the home stretch of the NBA uh, the NHL and of course uh, the college basketball with uh, all the tournaments going on right now that baseball's about to start as you alluded to but the other thing is that Mike does a great job with soccer and buddy the World Cup is a coming and uh, I know uh, to me I, my, one of my favorite events of the year starts tomorrow and that's the World Golf Championship the match play where you get to watch these guys in matches and turn right back and play on or against guys the next day. So having that quick turnaround, and that's what the World Cup's all about. When you get a look at these guys and you can start to map a course for them and you get that eyeball test crank a little bit in the World Cup, there's opportunities. Well, I'm a little disappointed you didn't bring up the Preakness. The Preakness? Got to get to the Kentucky Derby first. 
look, the, the Preakness, you're coming. I don't want to hear it this year. You're definitely going to have a room for you. It's just oh, all taken I, care well, of. Wait a minute. You have a room for me. That, that a, is it a closet? I mean, a room it, could it, be a wide it's array much of things. more than that. <laughs> now, trust me. We'll take care of you. You just got to come up here. You got to fly out. I don't want to hear excuses. This is two years running now, and uh, we'll have a good time. All right. No, well, well, Preakness, all right. That's not that far. What is that, like May, uh, I guess like May 12th, something like that? Or no, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's one week. It's only one week, and then, or is it two weeks? What was it, two weeks before the it's Derby? The third Preakness? week in May. Third week in May, yeah, two weeks off, then three. All right, all right, I'm looking forward to it. Well, all I can say is this, you know. Go stock you, your if, fridge. I think this was the wildest tournament that we've seen in the beginning, but I don't know if it's going to be that shocking now going down the home stretch. I think kind of it's like, all right, well, now, you know, we, we have who we're left with, and, uh, I don't see – I'm not saying about against the spread. I just don't see many straight-up upsets. I mean, some of these teams – like, look at your Buffalo team. I had Kentucky those minus the four against Buffalo. I know you know. I just looked at like it was a letdown spot for them. I was right. Um, it, it, obviously, they lost by 20. I, I could see where things might fall more into the public form as we advance into the tournament up to April 2nd. Yeah, the one um, banana peel I would look at for Villanova – and I mean, they look really, really good. I, I the funny thing is, I would deem this next game against West Virginia the one. If I were them, I'd be more worried about than any other one. I, I think they, if they get because West Virginia is like a Jekyll and Hyde team, but if West Virginia plays their game, uh, that that is a really compelling game. Well, I agree. I mean, truthfully, West Virginia has the talent and they have the defense and they have the scheme to beat Villanova, but. Again, Villanova's been playing so well. Yeah. you got to play the perfect game. Press. They could do well. You know, and, and again, for all you guys that are listening and watching and, you know, shaking your head going, how could the number one seed? Just remember this. You know, put this in your in your drawer for next year. Anything is possible. It's what I've always said. But people are amazed. They want to double. They want to question the selections. And they, what do you mean you're going to take uh, UMBC to cover the spread, blah, blah? Well, any the spread is the great equalizer. What happened this year was a little different, Brian. The dogs were actually winning outright. You know, Florida State wins outright. Texas A&M wins outright. Nevada wins outright. So, But, but UMBC doesn't win outright. But you go 4-0 and all those dogs just taking them on, getting this. So you have to remember that what was crazy about March Madness is that it was an outright bracket-busting situation. But the reality is every year you always got to lean to the dog side of these tournaments. All right, guys. We'll play it back tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out johnsyndicate.com. An hour, yeah, an hour of power. 800-880-7507. Go by the grocery store, man. Get some food in the fridge. Listen, regarding a banana peel, if I walk outside, it's like stepping on a banana peel. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you, fellas. All right. Good stuff. Thanks to John and Mike. Thanks to Bruce Marshall. Stevie Slapshot's in studio. we got Vegas Hockey Online coming up. Going to get some good interviews from the players this morning following the morning skate, gearing up for the Canucks tonight down at T-Mobile Arena. It is great fun. It goes by in a flash. We love talking hockey. And that's coming up next. Vegas Hockey Hotlines in the on-deck circle. The legendary Radio Shopping Show is here. AM 1400, KSHP, North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. 
Three people were injured in a shooting this morning at a high school in Great Mills, Maryland. Here's Sheriff Tim Cameron. A male school student produced a handgun in one of the hallways and shot another female student. There was also an additional student that was wounded in that same hallway. Our SRO, school resource officer that was in the school, was alerted, quickly engaged the shooter. The shooter and the SRO exchanged shots. The incident ended there. He also said the shooter then passed away after he got to the hospital.